Something going on around the islands Money flowing wherever I've been promised Just another vacuum in the tropics Taking over, trying to stop this novice Make it killing, I'm finna conquer I'm a dreamer, the floor is lava Something going on around the islands all right, folks, here's a new thing that we're doing here on the Cult Arms podcast. It's called The Dumbest Thing Out There. There's a lot of dumb things that happen every single day, um, whether it's around sports or pop culture or whatever it is that we talk about on the pod. There is a bunch of stuff out there that, to be honest, the only adjective we can use for it is dumb. The amigo, Toby from HR, is going to give me what the nominees are for what the dumbest thing out there is um, and we'll try to determine who gets the award so the inaugural the first ever I'm, I'm raising a glass to whoever the eventual winner is of the dumbest thing out there um, the first time we're ever awarding it there will be many of these that we'll give out but the first one's always going to be special so amigo hit it all right here are the nominees nominee number one is charles barkley for saying that the Lakers are going to get swept by the Portland Trailblazers. That's so dumb. And, and I know he's intentionally saying that, you know, for, for the ratings and for the hot takes. And I think that, you know, Charles Barkley is the type of guy who says something crazy, knowing that it's crazy. And then he goes home and kind of just laughs at the mentions of, of people calling him stupid. Because, you know, he's one, of, he's one of the best power forwards to ever play the game. And in, in my opinion, even though like, you know, he calls Kyle Kuzma, Carl Kuzma and makes you know, mistakes like that, to this day, I don't think he can pronounce Giannis's name properly. Um, but all those aside, he's one of the smartest, sharpest, funniest um, people to be covering sports. But the, the insinuation that the Lakers were going to lose four times in a row to the Portland Trail Blazers is crazy. I mean, look, there's still a possibility here that the Blazers win the series. Um, and we now know for sure that it's not going to be a sweep. So it's easy for me to get up on my high horse after a 20-plus point win and say that, you know, you know, Charles was stupid. But even in the moment, even in the moment, you knew. I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's probably not going to win the dumbest thing, but it, it definitely deserves to be nominated. Right, right. Number two is um, the people getting mad at Jordan Clarkson for not having anything Filipino on the back of his jersey. Dumb. So dumb. Oh, let me, oh, let me stretch. Wait, no, let me stretch. Ah, okay. I was born to do this. I was, born, I was born for these next three minutes talking about this thing. All right. I don't know what the other nominees are yet. I have no idea what you're going to throw at me. But I knew this was going to come up. And as soon as I saw it, this was the absolute inspiration for why we even thought about this segment um we had pro what probably 15 20 segments that we wanted to do when we first kind of thought about what we wanted to do on the podcast and not one of those was to award dumbest thing out there however when i saw people getting mad and when i saw how mad they were getting because jordan clarkson didn't put a filipino word on the back of his jersey and instead has peace on there that inspired me to talk to you to come up with something and be like, hey, um, Toby, how can, how can we just celebrate just how dumb this is? This is the single dumbest thing I've seen in a really, really long time. The toxic patriotism um, that this entire narrative is laced with is absolutely sickening. You see the comments lately? Did you see the, yeah. the comments on the posts? Yeah. I've, I've, I, I've tried to, and, and you know, and this is me trying to be a better person. Um, and I've learned that if you stay off of the comment section of something, you know, it kind of leads to less rage 
in your body. Um, hate is a really strong word that I try, you know, very, very hard not to use. And, you know, and I've said it on the podcast multiple times, you know, I, I try not to get too emotional about sports. Um, and I kind of find it funny when people are, you know, a little too emotional about, you know, um, a basketball game. However, when I saw this, when I saw this, there, there's this little angry kid inside of me that I've buried and, and suppressed, and I just let him out. I just, I unlocked the cage, I opened it, and I was, I was like, go, go forth, go forth, angry young thing, and just be, you are, you are allowed to be as angry about this as you can be. That's so dumb. It's so, so, so their whole beef is, why didn't he put kapayapaan on the back, right? Instead of peace, right? If peace was his chosen advocacy, why did he write the word peace on there, not kapayapaan, being that he's half Filipino? He's also half American. So, um, and also, and, and you know, and they were using Luca um, and I think Maxi, right? Maxi also has... Um, a foreign word there. Uh, so they're like, hey, you know, look at Luca. Loves his country. Slovenian. Put Slovenian word for equality on his back. Where did Jordan Clarkson not do that? Oh, he doesn't love the Philippines. They chose that because that's their primary language. Like Luca, Luca's Slovenian. He speaks Slovenian. Jordan Clarkson has Filipino blood in him, was born and raised in the United States, is as American as he is Filipino, if you want to go with a 50-50 half Filipino, half American thing. And that's his first language. And who cares? So what? What benefit does it give us if he had put... Why does it hurt us? Like, what is the harm of him not using a Filipino word? This is... I'm actually running out of words. um, And I can't find the right... PG-13 words to explain how, how pathetic it is. Pathetic is the apt word, though. I, I, I don't know which exact words I want to use, but, but pathetic definitely is the one I gravitate towards because to be so butthurt about someone advocating for peace but not doing it in the language that you prefer is pathetic. That's just, that's, that's sad. And look, there are some people who say, you know, it would have been nice to have, right? But he didn't do it, so, you know, it's all good. That's fine, right? Because, you know, I'll, I'll be the first one to tell you, you know, if he had put in Kapayapan on the back, it would be nice to have. I'm like, hey, you know, that's, that's pretty cool. But there are people out there who are mad, like angry, like upset that he put the word peace on there, and that he's advocating for peace in the English language, which, you know, is you know, the most, what, universal language in the world. Um, on a global platform like the NBA playoffs. So if you're one of those people who, who, who got mad at that, you're probably, you're probably the same kind of person who wanted to, what, revoke Martin Yevera's citizenship when he didn't sing the national anthem the way you wanted to. Or you're the type of person who, who, who got upset at the Apple Hiking Society when they wore the barongs that was draped with the Filipino flag and stuff like that. Um, yeah, no, we can't be friends um, if, if you're one of those people who got upset at that. We can't be friends. Um, please don't listen to the podcast anymore because nothing we do is going to be anything that you like. And proceed to go and vote for whoever Duterte endorses in the next election because I, I think that's the kind of person you are. Like, only, like, let's straight DDS logic, not to get political with it, but that's how dumb it is. It's, it's so dumb. Sorry. Okay. All right. I know that's only nominee number two, but that's going to be hard to top, man. 
So I, dumb. Please just lay off our boy. I mean, he's, I think he is the best Filipino player of all time. He has to be, right? I mean, I guess. Uh, <laughs> I mean, sure, yeah, I guess. Because he's, he's, you know, he's at the NBA level and he's, you know, producing at, at the NBA level. Um, and, you know, we've, we've, we've made this point when, when Pablo Torre was, was on the podcast. I, I don't care if you're a quarter Filipino and eighth Filipino. If you're Filipino and you claim it, then you're annoyed to me. And, and, you know, hey, look, I'm proud of Jordan Clarkson. Jordy's my boy. I'm the only person in the world who calls him Jordy. And I kept calling him Jordy to his face when he was here. He didn't mind. So I guess that makes us best friends. Um, I'm incredibly proud of him. And he doesn't need to, you know, patronize us. And it doesn't need to pander us with um, some half-baked uh, gesture um, that, you know, if he didn't feel the need to do it, then I don't feel the need to compel him to do it. You know, by all means, wear peace on your back, man. I mean, it's, it, it's actually pretty cool. I mean, you know, the double zero, the peace on top of it. Um, plus, it's, plus, it's a jazz jersey, guys. I mean, come on. Are you guys really upset because you're like, oh, no. I really wanted to buy a jazz jersey that had kapayapaan on the... No, you didn't. No, you didn't. I know one person. I know Pau de Losario is an actual jazz fan. Other than that, other than that, man. I mean, unless it's the retro throwback jazz jerseys. Other than that, then I don't really... Stop it. Stop it. You, there's no way you would have spent that money on a jazz jersey anyway. Because they're not for sale anyway to begin with. But yeah, anyway, I got too riled up for nominee yeah. number two. I'm sorry. Sorry. That was actually dumb. Really, really dumb. Yeah. Oh, 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 by the way, this is us waving farewell to, to all those people who got mad at, at Jordan Clarkson for not putting Kapepa on his back of jersey. Farewell. Goodbye. You're not welcome here. We'll see you again never. <laughs> all right. Uh, nominee number three, Kane Fitzgerald. Ejecting Porzingis. That is dumb. So dumb. So his, so his first technical was because he got called for a foul on a block that was otherwise pretty clean. It's debatable, right? I mean, and uh, then... Not even. I mean, it was clean. It was clean. I, I, thought, I thought it was clean, right? And then, and then Chris Stapps, um, in protest, kind of does, you know, the punch gesture towards the referee. And allegedly, that's an automatic call. Allegedly, that's an automatic call. You get a technical for that. So, so while that rule is dumb, you know, I, I can't hate the player or the ref. I got to hate the game. So that's how the rules were written. His second technical is, is the unforgivable one. Because that one, that one is just obs- obscenely stupid. Because I, I forgot who it was that was trying to get frisky with, with Luca. I don't remember who it was, right? It was one of the Clippers. Um, and then Chris Tapps comes in to, you know, just get in between, you know, this is our golden boy. This is, you know, this is our guy. He's 21 years old. No, you're not going to bully him. Get away from him, whatever. And he gets called for a technical because they reviewed it. And then they said that his entry into the altercation was meant to escalate the situation. He did not come in as a peacekeeper was the language that they used. And I watched it so many times. Brandon Ingram coming in from out of nowhere with a just a right hand straight to the face of all the Houston Rockets during the fight from a couple of years ago, that's coming into it as an escalator. That's coming into a situation not to peace. If someone's going to do the classic pro basketball NBA, you know, push me, I push you, you know, hold me back type of thing. Let that go. Come on. It's the playoffs. It's the playoffs. 
they robbed the Mavs of game one. That that one that 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 one was so dumb. So it, it's a bad call. It's a, the officiating has not been great in the bubble. It really hasn't. Um, nominee number four. Um, the Miko bubble. Yes. Can I just say? Can I just say? Um, you know, as a, I guess I'm a retired um play by play commentator now, um, because we don't have a network. Um, but play-by-play guys, at least here in the Philippines, for some reason, I still cannot explain. They take real great stock in nicknames that they give out, in monikers that they give out. Um, some of them are great. You know, um, We had Miko Halili on a recent episode, and you know, we were talking about what I think are his two best nicknames, Ninja for Joseph Yeo and uh, Captain Hook for Matt Cardona. I never really had that moment. I've never really given a nickname to a player that stuck. Um, I was just never good at it. But I do take pride... I do take a lot of pride in coining hashtag Bicol Bubble for what the Growling Tigers of USD did to lose their team captain and a couple of other key players. Um, so I, I, I take immense pride. So, so thank you very much to all the media members out there who are writing about this story and continuing to cover this story. Um, you can have it for free. I do not charge. By all means, use hashtag Bicol Bubble. So what's the deal here? So, Alden Ayo, head coach of USD and a esteemed Sorsogon resident, um, uh, I, I, I think he's been involved in local leadership in, in, in Sorsogon before. He's got like a full facility at, at his home in Bicol, right? So, mm-hmm. I think that's well documented. He's got a full court. I'm guessing he has enough rooms for his entire team. So, he brings his team over to Sorsogon, allegedly. Again, I don't know the facts. I'm asking here. Um, dorms them there, keeps them there, keeps them from posting about it because we didn't see any social media stuff uh, from any of the players, which I think is, is a greater accomplishment to stop you know, 18 to 20-year-olds from posting Instagram stories. Um, and what, is just running a full camp? Just running full five-on-five, everyday, two-a-day practices? That's been very clearly... Um, marked as illegal and not allowed by the IATF. That's amazing. I'm not sure. I'm not sure I'm ready to cross the line and, and call it dumb, which is what this whole exercise is of just, you know, recognizing the dumb things, but I'm impressed at the gall. I'm impressed just at the straight up guts to do it, right? Which is the most Aldin Ayo thing to do if this is true. Again, this is allegedly benefit of the doubt, right? Innocent until proven guilty. But supposing that is what the situation is, I'm just so, so just amazed at this is like, this is Sam Cassell, like big balls dance level of just sheer confidence, Right, seeing the rule book, right? Seeing the rule book, seeing what the nationally mandated, um, you know, quarantine rules are, and seeing it very clearly stated. They, in all fairness to the IATF, while I have many feelings about them, they have very clearly stated no five-on-five basketball. Um, seeing that and still going, nah. Nah, I'm gonna take them. I'm gonna take them to my place. I have a full court. Um, hey. Everybody, don't post about this. This is a big, giant secret. We're just going to do a camp anyway. Um, the decision-making behind that is just so gutsy. It's just so impressive. The, the brazen disregard for the rules, man. That, that is some bat 
Batman level type of confidence that I will never have in my life. It's cost, it's cost them one of their best players in CJ Cancino um, and a couple of other players I've been told. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised if other players also start just leaving the program. Um, but hey, hey, <laughs> wow. Wow. Congra- I mean, I, I don't want uh, congratulations to UP um, for, for snagging Cancino um, out of out of that mess in record time, by the way. Yeah, no, the, I'm 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 actually impressed at the at just the blatant, shameless um, disregard for rules um, all in order to try to make it back to the UAEP men's basketball finals and win a title. If, if you want to, I mean, I, 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 you know, I talk all the time about people who take basketball too seriously. If that is not a clear and living example of, of that, then I don't know what is. Forget COVID. Forget this. I mean, forget this global pandemic that's killing you know hundreds and thousands of people all over the world and infecting millions all over the world and counting. But our country is in no way, shape, or form at any pace to recover from anytime soon. Forget that. Let's go and get this chip. <laughs> Season eighty-three championship. Let's go. Wow. Wow. What do you think the safety protocols they have in the Beagle Bubble are, if any? Is there- don't tell anyone. <laughs> safety protocol number one was don't tell anyone because nobody posted anything. And again, that's amazing in itself. And, and I don't know, right? So they're going to come back and maybe they're going to say, hey, yo, everybody got swab tested. Everybody was cleared. Um, this is just like the NBA bubble. Um, because that's what they're going to say, right? So in right. the NBA bubble, everyone's swab tested and everyone who's clean gets to stay in there and it's pristine and you know, no one goes in or out and they can play basketball inside. Um, and in theory, I will give them this, in theory, that should be okay. However, our laws very clearly say they're not okay. There is no provision for no 515 basketball parentheses unless everyone is swab tested and is staying in this giant secret mansion in Sorsogon. It doesn't say that. It just says no 515 basketball, period, period, period. Um, but uh, I'm, I'm assuming that's what they'll say, that everyone got swab tested and everyone cleared and everyone's fine um, and that social distancing was observed with other people not part of the team and all that. Um, I don't know if it'll be enough. I don't know. I don't know if that's going to be enough for, for us to be like, oh, no, that's cool. Yeah, that's okay. Uh, so, yeah. And I don't know what the repercussions would be, man. I don't know if this is a, I don't know if this is a criminal action. I don't know if the university is going to do something about it. They've already lost one of their star players who's a homegrown, you know, product from their, from their high school program. Um, and, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what happens here. All right. Not smart. Not smart. <laughs> Not smart at all. Very dumb. Uh, the next one is, um, I don't know if you saw this on Instagram, but um, there was a Tyler Hero Babes Bullet. Comparison. Okay, stop, 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 stop. No, move on, move on. Next one. Next one. Next one. Don't do that one. <laughs> all right, next one. Um, oh, don't do that one. 
people. I saw that one though. I will say I saw that one though. <laughs> I'm not touching that one. All right, next one, next one, next one. Uh, the, the people who are trying to cancel McCoy Dubs. People, come on, that's dumb. Oh, oh, okay. I, I know I was really upset at the whole um, at the whole uh, Jordan Clarkson thing, you know. But I say that jokingly, um, and to everyone who maybe you know, I you know, got you know. Um, who felt like my tirade was aimed towards them. I just say that as jokes. I mean, you know, sports are jokes, man. Sports, talking about sports, uh, at least in this venue, that's just, you know, that's just us kidding around here. Um, but, but to take issue with, with the McCoy dubs bit of him doing Tita Julie, which is the Konyo Tita, right? She's like the Konyo Povedan mom. Um, there's no one out there during this entire pandemic that's, that's done better content than McCoy dubs. I, I, I say that as, as someone who's started a podcast during this pandemic and who thinks very highly of the product that, you know, that we create. Um, but we, we do not hold like a candle to McCoy Dubs. He, he's, he, he's, he's the best. He's the funniest. He's the most organic. Um, and he's the, like no one else has cheered up that many people um, and that quick of a time during as dark of a time as we're in right now than McCoy Dubs. He truly is a national treasure. And for people who, to take offense at what he was doing um, and the jokes that he was making is beyond me. I, I cannot understand it. Um, so what's the whole thing? So the whole thing is they're upset because he was making fun of what? Rich Tita culture? Basically, yeah. I don't get that. I don't... I, don't, I always find it funny when rich people get mad when they're being made fun of. You're rich. <laughs> what are we going to do? Make fun of poor people? No. <laughs> You're supposed to be the people we make fun of because it shouldn't touch you because you go to bed on your high thread count. Um, you know, uh, I don't know what you call it, uh, bed sheets or whatever. Um, and you, in your duvets and you wake up in the morning with food made for you and your driver brings you everywhere and your biggest problem during the pandemic is you, you know, don't have anywhere to use your new, you know, luxury brand bag around. Um, we're supposed to make fun of you. I mean, that's, that's the basic foundation of, of comedy. I don't know who, I mean, was it Chappelle who said that, that you're like the very essence of stand-up comedy is the disenfranchised kind of poking fun at the established, at the people who are comfortable because it's, it's their way of coping. And as someone who's privileged, you're supposed to be able to take a joke because, Hey, guess what? You took everything else. Uh, so, I mean, this is, I mean, this is a, I, I guess a shout out to, to McCoy dubs. Um, and you know, I and, and to Tita Julie in particular, as much as I as much as I love McCoy Dubs, I love Tita Julie even more. Um, so you know, I, I I hope that he he keeps it going. I know Tita Julie is going to go on a little bit of va- on a vacation uh, for right now, but Tita Julie will be missed. And I and, and I hope to see more Tita Julie content soon. Um, and to anyone who wants to come after McCoy Dubs, I am you know dropping my name into the hat of people you have to go through first. We will defend McCoy Dubs 
if, if, if there were an expansion draft, McCoy Dubs would be the first like, player I would protect. Um, he's, he's, he's a national treasure. He should continue to do what he does uninterrupted. If you find it funny, like and comment and share. If you don't find it funny, just there's something wrong with you and you probably should just be quiet about it. Let McCoy Dubs be, man. Let, let me free Tita Julie, man. Come on, free Tita Julie. Right. All right. Last, definitely not the least. Um, the people saying that Devin Booker is getting traded to the Wolves for the number one pick, like Josh Okogi or whoever, that is dumb. So dumb. How do you, how do you feel about a core group of D'Angelo Russell, Devin Booker, and Carl Anthony Towns to complete their, I guess, what would now be an iconic slam cover? They're on the cover of Slam Magazine. Also. The three of them are friends. They are. They they're are. Like, they did look good they're like, that is never going to happen. Never they're gonna Gen happen. Z. They're the Gen Z banana boat, right? <laughs> oh, they are. Yeah, they are. They are. Right. So they're, 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 they're the Gen Z banana boat, except, except what? Only Devin Booker is truly elite? Because <laughs> the OG banana boat is like four, four guys who've been like MVP level players you know, for certain insignificant stretches of their career. Um, this is the dumbest thing out there, awards. I consider that and I recognize that as a, as a valid nomination. It's not as dumb as everything else out there. That pick, I mean, the Wolves are going to have to do something with that pick and they're better off trading it than, you know, than drafting whoever it is that, you know, they can draft because I don't think anyone's made their mind up yet on who the best player is in this upcoming draft. But but to insinuate that the Phoenix, it's not even a worth thing, right? Because obviously the worth is, is, is stupid. But to insinuate that the Phoenix Suns would even take your call if you go, um, yo, hey, um, Suns, how about this? How about this? You know the guy who led you to 8-0 and in the bubble and really kind of emerged the last three weeks as a franchise guy and, you know, in the next five years could possibly be an MVP-level guy. Yeah, 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 the guy with the game winner. Yeah, no, Devin Booker. Yeah, the guy with the sick Kobe's every game. Yeah, him, him, talking about him. Number one, D-Book. Yeah, you want to give him to us? Here's what we'll give you. Click. That's, that's the phone call. And even if the end of that sentence rhymed with Schmarl Anthony Towns, the Phoenix Suns are still going, clink, no way. And, and I mean, all due respect to Josh Okoge. Josh Okoge is a really nice player, and, and he's really great if you have him on your team. Him and a, you know, a mystery box, which is the number one pick, hell no. Hell no. That is so dumb. You see Steph Curry smile when they got number two in the pick? Uh, in, in the lottery, they wanted to be second. They didn't want to be first because what they want, what you want in this situation is you want someone to screw up the first pick so that if, if they hit it out the park and they, and, and they pick the right person, you can sit back and go, well, you know, of course, he was the number one pick. If they screw it up, you can Kevin Durant this thing and go, well, thank you very much. You've made our choice for us. We now have the number two pick. I think that's the more valuable pick in, in a draft like this. That's why Steph was smiling when they, were, when they got pick number two. That's where they wanted to be. The number one pick is not as valuable as it would be in regular you know, drafts. And it's definitely not valuable enough to steal Booker away from Phoenix. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? 
they'd, they'd give away their own arena before they gave up Devin Booker right now. The Suns, the Suns, yeah. you, know, you know how few things the Suns have had going for them the last decade? You don't have to remind me. I know. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, but no, there's, there, there's no way. There's no, no way they give up Devin Booker. Nobody there's no way they Devin Booker except for Kendall Jenner. <laughs> there's no way they do it for Ethan. There's no. no way they do it. They're not going to trade DeAndre Ayton for the number one pick in Joshua Kogi. They're not going to do it for – definitely not for Devin Booker. So dumb. So dumb, man. Anyway, that's it. Uh, so who wins the first ever inaugural dumbest thing of the week? The dumbest thing out there. First one that we're awarding. Um, it's, it's a tight race. It's a tight race. Um, I, I, I will say this, though. Um, I'll split it off into a, a few categories. Um, just honorable mentions. Honorable mention for um, biggest IDGAF moment goes to everyone who was behind hashtag Bicol Bubble. Um, you guys got a whole lot of guts, man. Um, and I wish, <laughs> I wish you the best. Um, you belong in a special place uh, on earth where no one else gets to interact with you. That award goes to everyone trying to cancel McCoy Dubs. Um, but I think without question, by far, the dumbest thing out there, the belt as of right now will be held by people who are mad that Jordan Clarkson did not put the Tagalog word on the back of his jersey. Congratulations. The belt is yours. You keep it until we find something dumber than that. But as of right now, enjoy. You guys are champions. Bask in your moment. Stay stupid, guys. <laughs> Keep on being dumb. Keep on being dumb. I want a million lives. I want a billion profits when all that I got is a villainous mind. I keep a real in the pocket while you hear the venomous lies. I do not speak like a prophet because I got a million styles. Let's see what's really inside. Pulling over in the whip. Flying out in the...